Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed. Plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast. So please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey there, trade show warriors. Are you ready to master LinkedIn and use it to really maximize the results from your show? Wait, don't tell me that you only use LinkedIn to put your resume out there. <laughs> that's that's not the only reason to use LinkedIn. You are in the right place if that's you. Or it doesn't matter. If you use LinkedIn a lot, you are in for a treat. We have Heather Taylor from Glitter Girl Media. She is a LinkedIn and social media expert. You are going to love the value, the tips that she's bringing today. So get your notebook out. Let's get ready. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Trade Show University. I am your host, Jim Cermak. Really, really happy you are here tonight. And you're going to be so happy that you're here because I have on a social media expert. And this is something when I told people that I was going to have someone coming on to talk about LinkedIn, talk about social media. They're like, tell me when that episode airs because I've got to listen. Social media is it's one of those things that uh, for a lot of people, it's a struggle. Uh, for a lot of people, it is a huge, huge uh, benefit to their business and to their, their personal brand. So, But there's a lot of questions that people have. And to help us break it down, we have here tonight Heather Taylor with Glitter Girl Media. And Heather, she's the boss lady and the social media chick with Glitter Girl Media. Gosh, do those titles get any better than that? And she works with business professionals and entrepreneurs to help them stand out in the vast social media crowd, to understand the importance of keywords and creative content when posting, and how to use LinkedIn as an unparalleled lead generation and sales tool unparalleled. I can't wait to hear what she has to say about this. So Heather, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all the trade show warriors out there and tell them a little bit more about your background. Well, hello there, trade show warriors. Um, like Jim said, I, I fancy myself someone who really loves social media. I, I hesitate at the expert or guru because guess what? This stuff changes every day. Um, True. But uh, my background kind of led me down this path. I've worked with small businesses my entire life. I've been in sales and marketing forever. And these two just converge in the perfect storm of being in social media to help people share their message, showcase their business, and ultimately add more to their bottom line. 
Yeah, what you said is so true, and I, I didn't mean to pump you up too much about saying you're an <laughs> expert, but you are. I mean, it, you are, and I know that changes almost by the minute as uh, as these algorithms change with, on LinkedIn, on uh, Twitter, on uh, Instagram, all the social media channels constantly changing. So I'm sure you are you are uh, always having to run top speed to stay stay on top of these things to help your clients. So I'm still really, really glad you're here. So share with the listeners you know, what your experience is relating to trade shows. Trade shows specifically, I think it is so important that we keep in touch with the folks that we meet, that we keep in touch with the folks that we meet at the trade show, um, you know, that, that street goes both ways, that I think that LinkedIn is just an invaluable tool in this particular arena. So it's not enough to just, you know, throw that proverbial business card in the fishbowl and we hope something happens. We need to make it happen. And I think that trade shows specifically, you know, it's a time investment. It's a money investment. We want to make sure we're getting the most bang for our buck, both um, figuratively and, and in reality. So I think that using LinkedIn as a tool to help us pull that all together is just unparalleled is the right word. It's designed that way. This is the medium that is to be that B2B connection. And I think that so few of us use that platform the way it should be used that I can't even tell you the amounts of money that are left on the table for us not doing our due diligence, finding out how to use this awesome tool that's been given us um, to keep in touch with folks, to form relationships and ultimately add to our revenue. Such great, great tips there. Great information, especially around LinkedIn. That is something that when I tell people about, you know, LinkedIn, oh, did you see my post on LinkedIn? They're like, well, I've got my resume on LinkedIn. What else is there for LinkedIn? Yes, <laughs> so, I'm all on LinkedIn, so but I don't talk, ever get I, on there. Right, right, exactly. And so as we as we go through this episode, I, would, I want you to help us help everybody to really understand how robust LinkedIn is, maybe give some tips and tricks around that. But I want to go back to something you said uh, a minute ago, and that is using LinkedIn, using social media to stay in touch with your with the people that you meet at these shows. And that is such a, a, an important tool. And I want you to uh, talk about that a little bit. And then also talk about uh, how other ways can we use social media, maybe in a marketing role uh, around trade shows? For sure. Um, I think that the misconception with LinkedIn is, well, I've got that person. I have their business card. I've connected with them. They're in my network. And then that's the end of the story. And the story only starts there. Keeping in touch with your network ensures that it is a living, breathing tool for you to use. Um, so much better. I mean, let's be fair. LinkedIn is usually used as an electronic Rolodex. We get these connections. We throw them all in a pile. And there they are. But if you're not actively working LinkedIn, the right way, because we've all seen the wrong way. We've all had that person that reaches out, uh, you know, even from a trade show. Hey, was glad, glad to meet you at this trade show. Here, buy my product. You know, we're, <laughs> we're doing it the yeah. wrong way. Um, it's all about just like networking in person. It's about building that relationship and adding value to your network. And I think that very few people do that because we just tend to not be active on the platform. So there are. 610 million people currently on LinkedIn. 
um, only 3 million of them even get oh. on their account once a week. And of those wow. folks who get on, wow. um, the average time that people spend on LinkedIn is 17 minutes per month. That's not a lot of time to keep in touch with all the folks in your network to be providing content on your profile that is beneficial um, to reach out, to offer a hand, to build those relationships. 17 minutes is just not enough in a month. So there are tips and tricks that we can do to, you know, schedule time on LinkedIn. Like it's a business appointment because it is. And to best use our time when we are on there that are just amazing. And I've seen it work. I have gotten in touch with folks and kept in touch with folks that I would not have met any other way. So it really is an invaluable tool. It costs nothing to be on LinkedIn. There are those who do the upgrade, you know, do do the LinkedIn pro. I don't personally do that. I have done that twice in my life. Once when I knew absolutely nothing about LinkedIn because I thought I had to use that tool. And once again, after I learned all I could about LinkedIn and neither time did it make it worth that $25 per month, because if we're using LinkedIn the way we should, we should never have to do that upgrade. True. True. And I, I really don't know much about the upgrade. So I've, that's a great tip <laughs> that you are someone who uses it and, and knows how to use LinkedIn as a tool that you're, you're saying, hey, it might not be the best use of your money to to go the pro. Are there are there times when you would say, yeah, definitely go for it? Um, the only instance that I can think of in particular is if someone is a recruiter. If they are using this tool to just connect with every single person that they can, that's probably a different situation than we find um, ourselves in as business professionals. I know you, me, the the average business professional probably does not need to link with absolutely everyone. Um, So at that point, it it, it is worth it to be able to send those extra in-mails, they call them, a direct message to someone who is not a first-level connection. But in everyday reality, we probably have a more targeted um, list of prospects that we want to reach out to that aren't, you know, someone that we've gotten their business card at a uh, trade show. So we can find other ways to get in touch with them. Even if it's, you know, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, we find someone we've got in common. We ask for an introduction. <laughs> um, we join groups that these people are in because when you join a LinkedIn group, you then have a first level connection when it comes to sending a message. So there are, free workarounds that we can use to save that $25 per month. That's excellent. Excellent advice there. You're saying some of the, some of the, you're giving some of the, uh, the tools and and the features that LinkedIn has that uh, for us to be able to reach out to people, this is great stuff. And for anyone who's sitting out there going, Oh my gosh, I do not use LinkedIn at all. (laughs) You're in the right place and you know it. So Heather, if you keep talking about LinkedIn, because in all clarity, I I was not a big user of LinkedIn up until about a year ago. I, of course, yeah, I had my I had my resume on there, and I would go in there and I'd update things once in a while if I changed the position and stuff. But that was about it. So uh, give people maybe you don't have to go through all the features, but maybe the the features of LinkedIn that you feel are the most important and the uh, ones that could be the best used for people either in trade shows or, or with their careers as well? 
For sure. Well, LinkedIn can be used in so many different ways. Of course, we know we can use it to connect with our fellow business professionals. We can use it to build our personal professional brand. Um, LinkedIn is definitely a great example of people do business with people. So we connect via our profiles, not necessarily our LinkedIn business page, which is a totally separate animal. We use it to share info and receive information from our networks. We can use it to just get updates on your contacts, job changes, their birthdays, whatever the case may be. If there's a change, we know about it. So there's something that LinkedIn totally has over a regular Rolodex. Those paper spinning Rolodex don't tell you someone's changed jobs. It's their birthday. They've won an award. They've gotten a new certification. Whatever it is, that's just one more opportunity for us to reach out. And congratulate them to uh, wish them a happy birthday, whatever the case may be, to further drive building that relationship. So that's one another way it can be used. Provide and secure endorsements and recommendations. I mean, who doesn't want to know that they're working with the guy that's in that field? And recommendations and endorsements let us know that very thing. So great cost-free way to um Give a shout out to someone to showcase a business that you've done uh, work with that has done great for you. Uh, just a great way to, to get the word out about another business and put the attention on them. And then, obviously, from my perspective and being in sales and marketing for more years than I care to admit, using the platform for <laughs> social selling done the right way. As I said, we've all seen it done the wrong way. I actually have examples and I do block out the picture of the the person who has reached out and said, I know you don't know me, but I sell insurance and you should buy it from me. Oh, so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we've all seen that person. Uh, we all don't want to uh, be that person. So there there are definitely ways to make sure we, we skirt that kind of behavior. Oh, yes, that's just outstanding information. And, and yes, I have been approached by some people that, in fact, not not too long ago, within like, I think the past week, I had someone reach out to me and it was just a, a connection. And and I, I looked at the profile. Oh, that you know, I'll, I'll I'll accept the accept the request. And the very next thing they are just trying to sell, sell, sell. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know you. And yeah, don't do that. Don't be that guy or that girl, please. So tell me about how important is your profile and how important is it to keep keep that updated and and what are some things people can do to maximize the effectiveness of of their profile for sure well profile is what we lead with it is the face of our business on linkedin when we are not you know available or on there it's selling for us 24/7 if we put it together the right way so like you said many times your linkedin profile reads more like a resume than a profile um, unless you are actually a job seeker looking for a new position, this is definitely not what you want your LinkedIn profile to look like. You want it to be the strongest sales tool in your arsenal. So you want to make sure you're using all the keywords associated with whatever business vertical you are in. You want to have it read in a way that is attractive to your best prospect. So, on LinkedIn, your profile is not so much about what you want to say, but about what your prospect needs to hear. Now, I'm not saying embellish. I'm not saying, you know, be deceitful. What I'm saying is make sure that you're writing all of your profile content from a reader's perspective. So don't just list different bullet points. It really is about if I read your profile, 
what do I glean that you do and how can you help me? Okay, excellent. That's a that's really great advice. As Heather said, your profile is what you lead with. It's what you lead with. And if it's just reading like a bunch of bullet points, people are not going to really be able to understand and get exactly who you are and and the value you bring in your career as a as a professional. So make it read, would you say, Heather, like almost like a story? It should be like a story and every line, even your, you know, the little byline underneath of your name should showcase what value you do bring. So don't tell me what your job title is. Tell me what you do. So if you read mine, it tells you I do LinkedIn training. You know, I it could be, you know, I could have put my CEO business owner title on it, but I prefer to tell people exactly what I do from the very beginning and then have the rest of my profile serve to explain what does all of that mean. So I can almost assuredly tell you that if somebody reads through my profile, they will know exactly what I do, what pain points I fix for my prospective clients, and the reasons that they should opt to work with me as opposed to someone else. What a tremendous value nugget Heather just dropped there. That I, I love that. So think about that. Heather is a, you do training on LinkedIn. Do training on LinkedIn. So when someone is scrolling through they're scrolling through LinkedIn and they see that, oh, that tells exactly what it is. Think about everybody listening, all you trade show warriors, think about your business. Think about your profession. What do you do? What is the value you bring? And if someone is scrolling through and they see marketing manager, trade show planner, what does this tell them? It really doesn't tell them a whole lot because they're going to see a ton of marketing managers, uh, small business owners, CEOs. They're going to see a lot of these titles. But what do you do? What do you bring? What makes them want to stop and say, I need to reach out to this person? So that, oh, just tremendous value. I love that, love that, love that. Tell me, uh, to share some information about the, and I'm not even sure what it's called, but it, it reminds me of Facebook. It's just a big, long uh, list of a scroll. The thing, something you could scroll through and see posts, but it's but it's not Facebook. It's like business Facebook. It's all business related. And this is something I didn't even know existed. And this is a huge part of LinkedIn. And uh, this is where people, I see articles posted. I see people giving comments. I see a lot of sharing of videos and and other uh, other information, white papers, all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, how can people best use this and and how can they use it to also s search for things? Well, the feed is awesome. I will tell you, um, it's very hard to make sure that you're reading that every day. I know how busy we all are. We have lots of things going on, but I do make it a point to try and at least take a peek once or twice a day just to see if anything new and exciting is out there that I need to know about at the particular moment. I will tell you also that I'm very cognizant of the people who are in my LinkedIn network who bring the most value uh, to their posts. Like you said, it's not Facebook, but it's Facebook in a suit. So I've seen folks <laughs> post things like Happy Valentine's Day on LinkedIn. While that's appropriate on Facebook, not necessarily so on LinkedIn because it's not business driven. So not that we can't offer up, you know, motivational quotes, because guess what? Sometimes we really need that to get going in the morning or to make that one more phone call that maybe we wouldn't have made if we didn't see it. So that doesn't fall into that 
inappropriate category to me. Um, I've seen people put pictures of their pets on there. Unless they are a mascot for your business, they don't have any place on LinkedIn, unfortunately. I love my kitty. You will never see her on LinkedIn. So I, I the feed is an awesome feature in that you can post to it. And you can bring value to your network. I am forever looking for great pieces on anything social media, marketing, business building, any kind of cutting edge tool that I can provide to my network does nothing but help them understand that I'm trying to be a resource for them. Keep them coming back to see what other kinds of information I have found. And that is a huge part of building that relationship that we talk about as opposed to, you know, blast, putting somebody on blast and trying to get business from them before offering any value. So, you know, things do have a way of, of working out. And eventually when you are seen as a resource, business will come to you. It's just the way things work. People start to see you as an expert in your field, which is what they need to see you as to make that buying decision, to stay in touch with you, to pick you over, you know, how many folks sell uh, promotional products at some trade shows. If you're not the guy selling pens, but you're the guy bringing value and offering an opportunity for someone to write, it's a completely different visual. Um, so I, I tell people, use it for what it's meant for. A, learn from your feed. Make sure you're watching what's going on. Who has changed jobs? What are they doing now? How are they bringing value to their network? And then conversely, how are you putting out to the masses the information you need to share to A, be seen as a professional, but also to be seen as a valuable resource, another tool in their toolbox, you know, if, if they would have a need. So being a part of that is invaluable. Lots of folks simply don't post. Um, they they tend to be the behind the scenes guys. They don't, you know, they either think it's maybe a little over the top, um, overzealous to post. Uh, if you've got quality content, put it out there. Um, I'm very cognizant to try and only post maybe once or twice a day. Um, different platforms have different uh, let's say tolerance levels for posts. I can post on Instagram five, six, seven times a day and that's fine. But on LinkedIn, it can be a little overwhelming because our, our networks on there tend to be larger than they do on other platforms. So I say be cognizant of how often you're posting, be off, be cognizant of what you're posting. I've seen people post links to stories that maybe they didn't read the whole story and there were some items in there that didn't necessarily align with their business conscience. So make sure you're, everything that you're posting, you have read inside and out. And just, again, post from a reader's perspective. If it were you, if you were your perfect client, what would you want to see? Not what do you want to say, but what do they need to read? Just brilliant stuff here, everyone. The feed, the feed. I didn't know what the name of it was. Now I do. The, the feed. It is she and and Heather is, is spot on when she said, you know, if you have some quality content, please post it. Every once in a while, I'll be scanning through that and something from someone who I forgot I was even connected to had written just a little blurb or posted an article. That just made all the difference. So please post that. Use that. Use the feed to get your expertise out there. Get your brand out there. Show people what value you can bring to them and let them connect with you. The more you post, the more you post really good quality stuff that will resonate with your target audience that will come back to you. 
So it's really, really great stuff. Let's take it back to um, I want to take it back to trade shows for a second here. Trade shows specific. Say I am an exhibitor. I've got a show coming up. It's a very industry specific show. What what should I be doing on LinkedIn to prepare for that show? Um, I would definitely post that you are going to be at said show. You never know who will also be in your feed, be in a group who may also be attending. And that's a great way to build that relationship. It lets folks know it lets folks know that you are very active as a trade show exhibitor. And if you can search and find anything from the business or the trade show organizer, there may already be a place where folks have congregated to, uh, you know, share that they will also be at the show. Never hurts. I mean, you can search anything on LinkedIn. You can search for content. You can search for job title. You can search via business name. So it never hurts to do a lot of homework before any kind of event. So trade shows, definitely no exception. If you can find out who's going to be there, you know, what the organizer, what they've already put out for the event and just kind of piggyback off of that. Many times you don't have to create this content. It's already there. All you need to do is share it to the masses. So I I don't want people to think, oh, I can't be on LinkedIn 30 hours a week. It's not going to be effective for me. I tell people make a cognizant effort to set aside one hour a week. If the average person is only spending 17 minutes a month, if you can spend an hour a week, that puts you way above the ahead of the curve. It it keeps you active. It makes sure that you are keeping your profile up to date, which is huge. But I think that offering that opportunity to just let people know where you're going to be, what you're doing. And again, this is, helps establish you as a professional as an expert. You know, the definition of an expert is somebody that knows 1% more than I do. And if you're setting up at these kind of trade <laughs> shows, then clearly you know something. There's a reason that you're there. There's a reason that you're showcasing your business. And why not kind of, you know, we don't cook with a cold oven, right? We, we warm it up. So warm yourself up to the attendees, to people who may not even be attending. Maybe it's a show they've never heard of. And guess what? That's another way that now you've become a resource to your network. Now they know about an event in their business vertical that they've never even heard of before. So posting on LinkedIn can have so many benefits to you as a business without you even really trying. It's amazing. And all you're really doing is sharing a little bit about your business, sharing about your message and providing content that will keep people coming back to see what you're up to next. Don't cook with the cold oven warriors. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. And what a great way to warm up your audience, warm up the the market by, by posting some really, really great stuff. And also do your homework. Such a key point here. Do your homework. We might not know exactly who's going to be attending these events. You might, uh, by just by putting out that, hey, we're going to be there, we're going to be exhibiting, you might have some people reaching out to you and letting, letting you know that they're going to be there. But at very least, if you go onto the website of your the trade show you're going to be exhibiting at, you know that they're going to have an exhibitor list. Scan that exhibitor list. Are there some companies on there that you've been wanting to contact? Reach out to them or, or go onto LinkedIn, do your research, plug in that, in that, that company name, 
find out who their key people are, find out a little bit more about their business. What have they been posting? What are, what's trending in their posts and in, in uh, the things that they're saying about themselves? And then warm that oven, <laughs> warm that oven up, make that show really, really special for you and really successful for you. This is just, oh my gosh, I'm so glad, uh, so glad you were on here today with us. And we know that, I think everyone really knows, anyone with any any sort of uh, experience in social media, I think everyone understands that LinkedIn is the r- true business platform. There are so many others out there as well that are used for also for business. Facebook is used for business, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Pinterest. All YouTube, all of these are used for business in some sense or another. But when you think of business, you think LinkedIn. Now, are there other, uh, which other uh, platforms, if you were to pick the next one or two uh, for, for businesses, which ones would you recommend and why? Okay, so this could be any number of answers, but I'm going to generalize not something I usually do, um, but it really depends. It depends on who is your target market. If your target market is someone of my age group, so say 35 to 55-year-old female, you definitely need to have a presence on Pinterest because that's where we are. Um, if you have a more visual visual business vertical, Instagram is the way to go because it's more photography-based. If you're looking at posting a little bit more copy, but you're not looking to be on LinkedIn, then I would say Facebook. If for whatever reason your product is something that needs to be promoted to tweeners and teenagers, you should definitely have a TikTok account. It really depends on to whom you're trying to speak. So in general, the big ones would be Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Twitter is not quite the platform it used to be it it is very effective in some business verticals if you are in politics if you are in the news media um it's definitely still a great platform for you but when i do events or i do speaking engagements i am forever asking all of the business professionals in the room how many of you use twitter to market your business and i will tell you out of the last probably 10 times i've done that not one hand has gone up So when I, yeah, when I work with folks, I'm like, okay, so we know let's not put our time there, especially if you are marketing B2B. I will tell you nothing touches LinkedIn for that business to business um, platform. 80% of all online leads come from LinkedIn from a business to business perspective. So that's definitely the one to start with. If you are a B2B company versus B2C, um, you need to be there. I, I can't think of a reason why a business professional should not have a LinkedIn profile. Not true of all the other platforms. I've worked with clients that I think, yeah, okay, you have no business on uh, Pinterest, you know, from a business perspective, please get on there and look up all the recipes that you want, find out how to do a birthday party. But from a business perspective, it does not make sense for everyone. Um, If you're looking to target 60 year old men, Pinterest is not where they are. So it's a matter of finding (laughs) out who's your best client and then determining which platform are they actually using. This is just such fascinating. All those value nuggets you just dropped. Anyone listening, if you don't realize the the knowledge that Heather has about social media, how she just rattled off each one of those and what are they good for, each one of those platforms, oh my gosh, you know you're in the right place. We're talking about 
social media, talking about business to business social media, especially Heather is just bringing it tonight. And I'm so, so <laughs> glad. Thank you so much for, for bringing all this. So what I want to do is let's let's bring this home. Let's uh, have you leave the give us your top maybe one or two takeaways that you have for the listeners. For sure. Again, I'm going to reiterate this because this is the absolute biggest key. Your profile is not about what you want to say. We always want to put out that laundry list of accomplishments and, you know, whatever else, including the kitchen sink. It's about what your prospects need to hear. Your profile does not have to be pages and pages long. It just has to have the right content. So make sure that you are constantly working on your profile. I update mine at least weekly. Everyone should do it a minimum of monthly. And the photo is also very important. Make sure that you have a professional headshot. Don't crop one out of your family reunion. Actually pay and get a professional headshot done. There are photographers that will do this for a song because it does not take them long but make sure you're putting your best professional foot forward make sure that your profile has the keywords for your business vertical i can't stress this enough i can guarantee you that if i googled you jim your linkedin profile is going to come up in probably one of the top five slots on google so you want to make sure that when people click on that and and i will tell you when i'm Googling someone, LinkedIn is usually where I go. That drives the SEO for your website, helps get you found on other other platforms. It's invaluable to make sure that you have all of the keywords that folks would search to find you in your LinkedIn profile. So again, not about listing, you know, necessarily what school you went to, how many certifications you have, uh, unless those words are keywords for your business vertical, but it's a it's a living breathing entity your profile so you need to make sure that you're in there that you're active and that you're using it as a way to build your business to build your brand and to build your network rewind that play it again play it again grab your notebook that is tremendous tremendous advice about your linkedin profile and how critically important it is and it's not just i when you said how many times a week do you <laughs> You change your profile. Everybody, you've got to be in there updated, updated. If it if it's been 15 years since you up since you put your uh, LinkedIn account together, make sure you're updating your profile and get it updated on what'd you say, once a month? I update mine probably more than the average bear just because of the <laughs> business I'm in. Um, but I'd sure. say at least once a month, take a peek, see if there's anything that needs tweaked a little bit. Um, have you posted something recently? If you've spoken somewhere, if you've done a trade show, this is a great way to post um, pictures of where you've been and what you've done and who you've spoken with and who you've met. I mean, it's a great way to put the attention on someone else, which, by the way, is a great way to build rapport. Nobody loves it more than when you talk about them on social media because you're helping them build their business, too. And it's completely genuine. It needs to be completely genuine. So make sure you're posting from the right place. But post often. Be generous with your network from um the perspective of putting out quality content as well as helping them promote any kind of event they may have, any new product that their business may have. If you feel comfortable with them uh, and the way that they do business, please feel free to shout from the rooftops because that is an awesome free way to help the people that are in your personal business network. There's just no better way to make a friend than to be a friend. And you can definitely do that in the business space as well. 
Oh my gosh, this is such great stuff there. And speaking of great stuff, I want to, I want if you could please share with the, with the listeners, uh, something special that you do and, and Glitter Girl Media does. It's something called Glitter Girl Gives Back. Tell everybody about that. So I, I work with a lot of small businesses, and many of those are not-for-profit organizations. And for anyone who does business with not-for-profits, we know their time is limited, their resources are limited, and most of them don't have a marketing department. They're too small. So I I made it a mission that I wanted to help these not-for-profits if I could. So I do have my Glitter Girl Gives Back program to let folks nominate a not-for-profit organization that could just use a little bit of marketing help. I do social media, yes, but I also do traditional uh, marketing for folks. I can help them pull together content. We can figure out their keywords, find things that they can be pushing out to the universe to help folks uh, recognize whatever their um, focus or their uh, mission is. So uh, if Anyone knows of a business that could really benefit from some extra marketing, but just doesn't have that budget. I do require that they be a not-for-profit or I would be busy all day long. There's a, <laughs> there's a way to just um, email me. Let me know about them. I can reach out to them and, and we'll see what kind of help we can get them. I do this quarterly. So, um, you know, if you run across a couple in a year, you are more than welcome to send them to me. I have learned more about the local nonprofits in our community than I probably ever could have through this program. So it's, it's fun for me. It helps them. And then many times, especially if it's a social media give back that I offer, they can keep going. You know, we've built their platforms now, now they can put out quality content for the folks that see them. You know, I've helped share their page on Facebook, whatever the case may be. And it just keeps going. So it's a help in a perpetual way, and hopefully they, they keep walking down that marketing path and getting their not-for-profit in front of even more sets of eyes. So wonderful. So anybody, if you're listening, maybe you have your own nonprofit, maybe you know of one, reach out to Heather and go to our go to our uh, the show notes. And if you didn't know that we had show notes, click on the <laughs> on the player that you're you're looking at you're uh, using. There show notes are in there somewhere. It has a almost a uh, not not quite the uh, transcript for this uh, episode, but a lot of the key points from this episode. But most most importantly, all of the all the ways that you can reach back in touch with Heather uh, if you want to get in touch with her regarding uh, doing some work or or to nominate that nonprofit. Uh, her website, email, phone. All her social media uh, contacts will be in the show notes. And if you can't find the show notes on your player, get to our website, which is tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U, dot B-I-Z. Click on the episodes tab, find this episode, and then when you click on that, it will bring up the full show notes. So fantastic stuff. I love that Glitter Girl Gives Back. Now, you were mentioning to me before uh, before we got live here that you have a special promotion for our listeners. Why don't you share what that is? For sure. Um, I, also, I offer a service um, that is a LinkedIn profile optimization and overhaul. I think so many times people are not so reticent to take a peek at their at their LinkedIn profile because they think it's everything it can be. And I think that a lot of the times it is because they're so close to it. It's a very difficult for us to write about ourselves. It's also 
many times very difficult for us to put ourselves in someone else's shoes looking in at our profile. So I work with my clients. We sit down either in person, via Skype, whatever that looks like, go through their profile, eliminate what doesn't need to be there. We add the rich content that they need to have this be a piece that's marketing and working for them 24-7 and drawing the prospects that they want and need for their business to them instead of them always having to be proactive and going and finding the prospects themselves. If we use the right words, if we use the right keywords, if we provide the right content, they will wind up finding us. And I, and I think that's the step that most of us miss. And it's the key step. How can we help ourselves in the arena of getting our prospects to come to us? We want to work smarter, not harder, right? So I help folks do that. And um, for listeners of the show, Jim was nice enough to let me offer a $20 discount on the LinkedIn profile optimization and overhaul. So it's a two-hour process in general. Uh, I've gone a little bit longer for folks. I've had people that have had three different positions. Takes a little bit longer. Um, but we got it done. And I will tell you, when it was done, we both just stood back and were thrilled with the product. So we stop when we know we've gotten it to a place that it needs to be, uh, both from me being the reader and them being the business owner or business professional. Thank you so much, Heather, for, for, for that special offer. And everybody listening, take a look at your LinkedIn profiles. If it's, if you have any kind of question as to is this the best it can be it probably isn't <laughs> so reach out to heather take advantage of this offer you i'm sure if you've listened all this way through this episode you know that you need to get an updated linkedin profile so take advantage of the offer get out to heather she knows what she's doing she knows her stuff put it in the hands of a professional it is worth the investment it's going to save you so much time and it's going to be done right so thank you heather this has been outstanding i i truly enjoyed and i got so much out of this and i know our listeners did too so thank you for joining us today on uh, on trade show university and for everybody out there, if you have uh, any questions, if you have an idea for an upcoming episode, please reach out to me. Drop me a, a line at jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's jim at tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Or look us up on Facebook. Or, hey, how about LinkedIn? <laughs> look us up <laughs> on LinkedIn. Look for Trade Show University. Follow us. Check out our posts. We're trying to bring value and, and bring amazing awesome guests like Heather to the to the podcast that are talking about things that you probably maybe haven't heard or need to hear about uh, making the most out of your trade shows. So thanks again, Heather. I hope you listeners all took some great notes and check out those show notes and then we'll see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.